Good morning and welcome back to Big Brother Chef's Podcast. How's everybody doing today? Oh man, this is a beautiful time of year. You got to get in those last few days out of warm, sunny hotness. It's just about to be fall. Fall is a a beautiful time of year. I used to feel all depressed and shit in fall because it's like, ah, winter is coming. They're not just the fucking stock words. It's a fact. Oh, that was a terrible... That was supposed to be a Stannis Baratheon impersonation. But uh, I think a lot of it, too, is that it makes me feel like, oh, I'm going back to school, but I'm not going back to school. And it reminds me that I'm not... Uh, you know what? I'm doing online courses, so fuck it. I'm just going to... Uh, I'm just going to work harder at that shit and pretend that I'm back. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm not in school, per se... But I'm, uh, I'm I'm educating myself. That's uh, that's a huge thing, you know. Because uh, I don't know. It's like we, we just we. I don't feel like a we. It's like when I said we're not hydrated. We. It's it's kind of like a play on uh, Mitch Hedberg's joke. Like, there's uh, like however many people in the world. I don't I don't remember how he sets it up, but essentially saying like you know with billions of people in the world, there's no way at any moment other people are brushing their teeth. So he's like, when I go to brush my teeth, I'm like. Hey, I'm gonna brush my teeth too. <laughs> so anyway, I feel like not enough—not enough of us are, are fucking educating ourselves, especially me. Over the years, I've gotten so much fucking dumber, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sick of it. I want to—I want to be more smart, more smart. And I, I also, it's like the only time you do anything. Is if someone's fucking uh, paying you, you know, it's like you just you just learn that mindset where the only way anything's worth doing is if you're getting paid, you know. And it's like shit. That's not the way it should be, man. Especially a guy like me who doesn't give a or, or claims to not give a flying fuck about money and be not materialistic when that's my only fucking motivation motivator, apparently. So anyway. Whatever. Like I fall so far behind on my fucking Spanish, man. It's uh, I don't know. I uh, it's really difficult because I'm no longer around people that speak other languages. I mean, people speak Dutch out here, but not really to me. And uh, I don't know. But I hear myself saying these things, and it's like, oh, I'm not gonna do something because it's fucking difficult. Shut the fuck up. Jesus Christ, life's not. No one promised you an easy fucking life. Actually, I like a quote. Uh, I think it was Les Brown said this. It was, uh, "If you want life to be easy, you got to do what's difficult. If you want, if you do what's, yeah, if you do what's hard, life will be easy. If you do what's easy, life will be hard. You know, if you always take the easy way out, you're always looking for the path of least resistance and trying to take it easy. Your life is going to be fucking brutal, especially if you're expecting things to be easy. You know, or it's like Francis McCourt said. He's like, you know, a fucking nice childhood didn't do anyone any good." The happy, fucking, easy-going childhood. That guy had, like, one of the most brutal childhood. He's the author of uh, one of my favorite books, Angela's Ashes. I talk about it a lot. Um, but anyway, actually, they made a movie, too, with uh, Robert Carlyle. He's the only guy I knew that I can think of in that. Oh, and uh, what's her name? Fuck, I always forget her fucking name. Ah, uh, fuck. Whatever. She was in The Boxer. I think she was in Red Dragon. I can't remember her fucking name. She has that super uh, Irish forehead, that very prominent forehead. A lot of people in my family have it. Um, I don't know. It's a weird trait that I, I always spot. Uh, 
Sorry guys, I fucking uh, pounded down espressos here. I don't know if it's the rainy day or fucking I'm just still hung over from the weekend. I didn't want to give you guys a limp dick, low energy fucking podcast. I was just trying to call my usual morning guys and then none of them, like, I didn't get through. I didn't even think the fucking call went through to my homie Gord. I haven't talked to him in a while. Gord Blank. Gord Blankson. Let's keep this anonymous. Gord, I'll never call you out. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck's going on, man. I feel like I haven't talked to you in like two weeks, man. And by the time you hear this, it could be three. Nah, fuck. I'll try again later. I don't know. I think it's my phone's fucked. Uh, I got to fuck. I got one more payment on this piece of shit. It's ruining my fucking life. I just, I can't replace a phone when there's still a fucking payment left on the fucking thing. Uh, that's fucking kudo, man. They're, they're, uh, they're definitely better than like Bell or Rogers or whatever. I'm sure they're just a subsidiary. They're, I think they're all fucking one part of the same cartel. But um, that's the thing. And I say this all the time. All you got to do is be better than those horrible, horrible fucking entities, those evil pieces of shit. That's, uh, that's where the bar is fucking set. Oh my God. I had such a blast this weekend. I went to this fucking wedding. It was just amazing, man. Fuck. What a, it was a great time. Just drank so much, ate so much amazing food. Fucking got to see old friends I haven't seen in a long time. Got to fucking uh, dance up a storm. You know, there's a time where I never used to fucking dance. And uh, it's fucking silly. Because I was like, oh, I can't dance. I got no rhythm. I got no fucking moves. You know, it's uh, I'm embarrassed and self-conscious. And it's just like you realize, and this applies to all aspects of life. Nobody gives you shit, you know? It's like guys that are like, you know, they go to the gym and they're worried about like what other people are thinking. It's like no one gives a fuck about what you're doing. And the people that do are fucked. You know, if you're watching other people dance, like, oh, this guy's fucked, this guy sucks, like, nobody cares, like, <laughs> um, but like I said, like, I didn't give a shit about not being able to fucking dance at all, because I'm like, ah, I'm rhythmically challenged, I'm the whitest guy on earth, and I don't give a fuck, my, my buddy was trying to teach me to play guitar, and uh, he's like, I'm like, I have no rhythm, he's like, what are you talking about, he's like, do you have a heartbeat, and I'm like, yeah, he's like, then you have rhythm, he's like, come on, man, like, you, you, you can do this. You can't just go through your life saying, oh, I can't do this, I can't do that. It's just, you know, you can say you're not naturally good at something, but if you if you can't do it because you're not even, and you haven't even fucking tried, shut the fuck up. But anyway, what really got me is when I started boxing, and I was like, fuck, that's when I realized I got no rhythm whatsoever. That's when it really comes into play. And it's like, shit, because if you, if you, you know what I mean? And that's where, again, not just dancing, but fucking fighting, the fucking brothers, the black dudes, the fucking Spanish dudes, the Italian dudes, man, they fucking got the, uh, they got the fucking advantage there, because they got that rhythm, man, it really fucking pays off in all, in so many aspects, ah, shit, what are you gonna do, so, anyway, regardless, I, I, uh, now I just dance whenever there's a fucking opportunity, because there's, life's too fucking short to give it, you know what I mean, not do something because you're not that great at it, or you're, you're afraid to fucking embarrass yourself, like, give me a fucking break, that's what alcohol is for, Stop giving a fucking shit. That's what I say. Hey, sorry guys. I don't know where the fuck I was. I just paused and started pouring fucking rain. It's a torrential downpour here. So you're going to have to listen to some fucking rain, okay? You know what? I actually got uh, some uh, a lot of music I download illegally from YouTube. Um, and uh, yeah, some classical music or whatever has like rainfall in the back. It's supposed to... Uh, be relaxing and shit. I don't know. I, I love the rain. 
I find it to feel so fucking refreshing. Like sometimes it's miserable when it's cold and it's wet. And you're like, oh. Um, but I don't know. Like a hot summer rain, it's like it's refreshing. You know, it reminds you that the crops are getting the fucking water they desperately need. You know. Yeah, people got this negative connotation with rain, and it's like, I mean, don't get me wrong, my favorite day is a nice sunny day, but uh, you gotta take the yin with the yang, you know? Fuck, I ran out of my house too fucking quick. Well, I ran out too early, so now I'm just gonna be fucking talking shit on here <laughs> with a little bit extra, driving around in the fucking rain. But uh, I slept in, so I didn't get to fucking do, any, do anything productive. I, uh, I've been fucking falling behind on my working out. It's fucking, I don't know, it's, once you're in the zone, it's great, but once you just start to fucking, uh, go soft, it's like you just, yeah, I don't know, it's just like this downward spiral, so you're eating too much, and not working out enough, you gotta find the right balance in life, you know? You know what, I think I might go wash the car. People are like, you know, I saw this meme, this guy's like washing a car in a pouring rain. It's like, what a fucking idiot. Well, he's a fucking idiot because he's rinsing his fucking car in the rain. Thing is, is you should always wash your car in the fucking rain because then you just go do the soap, the scrub, you know, the bubbles and the scrubbles. And then you fucking go out and you get a free fucking rinse cycle. Think fucking economically. Right now I'm using that GIF. I say GIF. I'm pretty sure it's GIF. The thing is, you say something wrong or stupid or different so much so for so long, you forget how the fuck you're supposed to say things. You also forget why you ever give the give a flying fuck about saying things properly. Now, pronunciation is one fucking thing. Pronunciation is one thing, but I just fucking hate when people use the wrong words for things. It's fucking maddening. We were talking about that. We were on a nature hike yesterday, and. Uh, Talking about people just misnaming things or, or saying the wrong fucking things. And then people just have these slang terms. And if enough people use it, that becomes the fucking term for it. And it's just like, I don't know. Fucking maddening. In the words of fucking Phil Leotardo, this thing either has meaning or it doesn't. You know? And uh, that applies to the English language. Like, fuck. I can't think of a single fucking example right now and it's killing me. Where people just call things the wrong fucking thing. Oh, here's an example. When people call an electrical outlet a plug, it's the exact opposite of that. How the fuck? Even the electrician that rewired my entire house, an amazing electrician, even he wrote plug on all the fucking panel, like on the panels lab labeling the outlets. Like, it's the exact opposite. You can't call a plug a fucking outlet. Jesus fucking Christ. I don't want to get in any trouble with the fucking trans community, but th this is fucking hardware. Uh, I was just trying to make a joke. Um, those are the people that sell uh, transformers uh, in the uh, electrical business. That's a good backpedal, right? Anyway, this is powerful stuff. Oh, that was just a bad joke. All right? Just for fuck's sakes. Um, I'm falling apart here. But, like, you can't call... It's one thing you call a fucking thing the wrong thing. But you're calling it the opposite of what it is. Because it makes you think of where you plug stuff in. Uh, I don't know. But that's a perfect example of many of where somebody miss like uses a wrong completely wrong term and then everybody fucking does it. And obviously the electrician knows that a fucking outlet is not a plug, it's a fucking electrical receptacle. 
but he's not going to write receptacle because everybody refers to him as plugs. So he just goes along with it. And I, I get that. I get that. It is what it is. That's what we do. There was one guy we worked with. He called the dampers dampeners, like the things that close off a vent inside. Um, and he called them dampeners. And then we started saying it as a joke. You say it so long, though, you forget that that's not a real fucking thing. Oh, there's so many things like that. Where you just keep saying this fucking nonsense. But anyway, speaking of speaking... And when it comes to speaking nonsense, I'm your guy. I'm your guy. All right? I, you, you know, you say things twice, they sound more uh, more intelligent. More more intelligent. Did that work that time? Or, I don't know. You, you guys get my point. I love you all. Be well. And, uh... Oh, fuck. I, I, I wanted something to say at the end there. No, nothing. Nothing. All right. I love you all. Be well. this fucking documentary on the uh, grave is about uh, pop music I was I kept passing out so I was like if I'm gonna pass out let me at least stop watching stuff that's interesting or good let me put on some stupid shit but anyway it was actually interesting because the first uh, guys they were talking about were uh, maybe it was a documentary in the 90s I was watching both so I don't know which was what but anyway they're talking about boys to men and uh, they were like the first boy band or whatever and uh, I don't really thought much of it because I'm not really into like boy bands and shit but they were like crazy good at singing and uh but I didn't it's not like if I listen to like fucking Backstreet Boys or NSYNC and I feel like a total fucking douche fucking ass packer you know what my favorite meme is it's like a it's like a matrix thing or whatever like Morpheus is like what if I told you and that that's the meme format and uh my my favorite one was uh what if I told you you never had to justify your musical um like your taste in music to anyone ever and that seems fucking so obvious but um so many people just feel like you know embarrassed but then again it's just like what i said about like um you know so many people like wrapping up uh sex in the human body with so much shame and fucking uh embarrassment and all that it just makes it more fun once you do see a naked body or have sex i don't know that's just an observation but I think maybe uh, people, I'm just trying to apply it to this music thing, people need to um, think their music is totally terrible and call it like guilty pleasures and listen to it, um, I don't know, on, on their own, because they're embarrassed, they never like play this shit in their car, because it's like, oh, yeah, sure, that's not mine. That's like one of our buddies that everyone told me he was gay, and I was like, no, he's not. The thing is, I don't give a shit whether he is or he isn't, it turns out he was. It's just the way they were saying it was so fucking judgmental. And you don't have to go but far, very, very far back in time to find some serious, like, hatred and homophobia and, like, just people that are total fucking dicks to um, gay people, you know. And, uh, I mean, I'm sure there's lots of places around the world. I'm pretty sure some guys, like, some psycho Christian fucking group that's, like, very powerful around the world, like, made uh, homosexuality fucking outlawed. They're, they're trying to take giant leaps back all across the world, these fucking people but that's what they do they, they take whatever the fuck you like or whoever you are or whatever you want to do 
and they fucking use it against you to fucking make you feel guilty, to control you, you know? People will try to do this all the fucking time, but when it's like a fucking thousands of years of, of systematic fucking whatever, they can really get inside your fucking head. So don't let the... I didn't mean to get so fucking serious and heavy, but it's the same fucking principle with these, uh, with these groups. What I was just trying to say is don't let anyone ever make you fucking, uh feel bad for something you enjoy like music because you can like any music in the fucking world that will never hurt fucking anybody and nobody has to like the same fucking shit i like every single genre some music it hits my ear and i want to fucking blast my goddamn fucking eardrums out with a fucking shotgun but you know what if that brings someone else joy i've already told you guys this story because i just deleted all these uh talking points i i i i I wrote down i had this huge um pages and pages of shit like questions I got from emails and uh and just notes that I made and I, I realized I did go over all this shit and so um I got I gotta I gotta I know I, I gotta get more fucking organized I figured like 50 something fucking episodes in I'd do better <laughs> it was all I could do that episode of that fucking gem stories to tell one story it took like what two hours <laughs> I finally got through the goddamn story it's just so hard to focus man I got the fucking ADD ah fuck I don't know. I've been diagnosed with so many fucking things. And uh, the thing is, though, I was just before I got on here, I was, I was feeling down. I was waiting to get, like, my energy levels to pump back up. And um, I just I just hear that guy's voice. The guy from, uh, oh, fuck, he's a piece of shit. What the fuck was it? Uh, Boardwalk Empire. If you guys haven't seen that, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. At first I thought, ah, this is pretty fucking cheesy, whatever. But uh, I don't know. I like it. And I, I never would have fucking pegged a... Uh, Oh, that, that word is fucking taking on a new meaning. <laughs> I never would have had a fucking Steve Buscemi pegged. I never would have pegged him. But no, I, I, um, I never would have had him pegged as like a boss guy. You know, I've seen him in so many things. He always does a good job, whether it's comedy or he's in like some gangster movie, whatever. He's always good. Why am I Mr. Pink? You know, like he's he's good at that, that role. I never would have seen him as like a boss guy. He's so small. He's so like kind of weaselly and shit. But it actually works so fucking well. Like he, he knocks that role right out of the park. It's because, and like, he's, I don't know, it's somehow like some small guys are even more imposing because they're not like physically big. Um, typically, I think of like a boss guy being like a big fucking, big fat fuck, you know? But um, some guys really, really fucking pull it off. Like Al Pacino, in this case, fucking Steve Buscemi in Boardwalk Empire. Um, you know, Joe Pesci, like, fuck. He's, he's the smallest little guy, but like, fuck, I would not, I'd never want to fight that guy. He's fucking vicious. I just got a pack, I got, I just got attacked by a bunch of little dogs, man, and I'm telling you, they will fucking die before they give up. <laughs> That's what Joe Pesci is. He's just a vicious, like, little dog. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck, I love that uh, George Carlin bit about how he doesn't pray to God, he prays to Joe Pesci, because Joe Pesci gets results. <laughs> Actually, he's a very interesting guy, Carlin, obviously, but I'm talking about Joe Pesci, because he was out of the game for a long time, and then uh, Scorsese, I think, was just like, fuck it, because um, Joe Pesci was, he ran an Italian restaurant, he was a singer for a long time, too, I don't know, I'm going to fuck this up, because I, I, I got to fucking, my memory's all mixed up, but yeah, he ran this Italian restaurant, I think it was in New York or whatever, but the reason he's, uh, partly why he's so good at doing those mob roles is because he was he always had mob guys in there like that whole bit about uh what's so fucking funny about me was uh that he was just reenacting something he saw with this mob guy just fucking 
busting balls being a fucking asshole. <laughs> what do you mean I'm funny? <laughs> you know, that was like, a, that was a real thing. That was, because that was completely improvised, right? Like, uh, he was drawing from real life experience, but that, there was nothing in the script about any of that. So that awkwardness you see there, that's real fucking genuine awkwardness. It's a beautiful thing, really. And that's all we have time for today. I don't know what I was talking about. I got a call in the middle of that one. So anyway, be well. Keep your stick on the ice, everybody. Alright, and welcome back to another segment of Big Brother Chess Podcast. I think this is part three of this episode, but I have not recorded in like two weeks. I've been fucking sick as shit. I got the COVID. And, uh, yeah, I can't remember the last time I was fucking on here recording, you know? It feels like it's been a while. Yeah, I was, uh, cooped up in my fucking room for, like, a week straight, over a week straight, just, like, just sitting in my room, isolated. It's fucking, it was brutal at first with the fever and all that shit, but, um, once I got past the fever state, it wasn't so bad, you know? I just eat soup, and then, uh, oh, all those, um, fucking GTA games went on sale, the, uh, the definitive versions of, uh, I don't know, they fucking remastered, uh, GTA 3, Vice City, and San Andreas, and, uh, so I fucking played through all three games, it, which is fucking nuts, because I finished all three, and I was like, when I was young, it felt like it took years to finish one of these fucking games, but, uh, whatever, I had lots of time, so I did, and fuck, those games are good, man, fucking excellent, but anyway, I love it in uh, San Andreas, and they, it's very relatable. They go to the drive-thru, and Big Smoke's like, I have a number 44, extra dip, fucking number 27, two number fives. <laughs> it's just like, I, I, I'm always that fat fuck that's to order like 300 fucking things. And it sucks when you're in a car full of people. Oh, fuck, I remember one time we were doing a night shift, and the only thing beside us that was open 24 hours was McDonald's. So fucking, and they were like, "Oh, you can only do one order. You can't do multiple orders." And there's four of us, right? So <laughs> it's like completely dead. There's no one else in fucking miles, um, because everything is closed, right? We're working in a store that's closed. The whole neighborhood's fucking dead. But anyway, yeah, they were like, "You can only do one fucking order." So he does an order. And then fucking good old James Blank. And then he drives around, <laughs> like right around the fucking uh, building or whatever. And then he comes up again like 10 seconds later. He's like, hey, how you doing? How's it going, everybody? <laughs> and then fucking like, as soon as he's done the order, he's like. <laughs> and, the, and the thing is, we do this like three times a night. And then you come up again and be like, oh, hey, how you doing? Like pretend like it was just like, just got there, start over again. <laughs> oh, so fucking annoying. But it was so funny anyway. I fucking hate when you have to order like a lot of items. Why? Well, I mean, you, you're trying to order a lot of items, and like after like the first thing you said, they're like, "Is that everything? Is that everything?" And they just get increasingly more angry. And it's just like, "Yo, I'm gonna order like 20 items. Like, why don't you just let me finish? Like every single item. Is that everything?" Or. Uh, Fuck, there was one McDonald's on Dundas we used to go to. It was just, and I don't understand how we lived in that fucking, like, one of the most versatile fucking, diverse fucking cities on the planet with, like, the most food options ever. And we'd go to fucking McDonald's. The worst food option 
forever. It was just familiar, and then you just get used to it, right? It's so fucked up. But anyway, that's another thing I don't want to get into. Fucking, uh, but yeah, this one lady, every time you'd order an item, she'd be like, would that be all? Would that be all? And it's just like, oh, dude, just fucking chill out. Like, we're going to order 27 things, every single item. And with increased fucking rancor and fucking aggression and anger and frustration in every single item, would that be all? Would that be all? Like, oh, my God. Dude, we would be finished if I didn't interrupt me with this. Would that be all? Would that, like, fuck. Like, we're fat as fuck. We're hungry. Like, who gives a shit if we want to order a whole bunch of stuff? Ah, fuck. What are you going to do, man? This is the fucking life. But I'll never be rude to someone who works at a fucking fast food place. You just can't do it. Actually, on that note, one of the greatest things I ever saw was this fucking asshole was being rude. He's just this old crotchety man that's a fucking asshole. And he was being a total dick. Uh, he was in the Tim Hortons drive-thru in front of me. And um, what's, what it was is he he fucking had to get up closer to the fucking drive-thru window. So he was up on like kind of an angle. like, um, And then he got so pissed off by the end of his fucking order because he's a fucking asshole that he slammed on the fucking gas and he just crashed right into the fucking wall. He was only on, on like a slight angle, but he scraped the shit out of his entire front end right against the brick fucking wall. It was absolutely perfect because the guy was just being such a dick and you know when someone's being a dick you're just inside your head like I hope something bad will happen to that guy <laughs> and then he just crashed into the fucking wall. Oh my god. And you know he just blamed everyone else. There's no way a guy like that everything is everyone else's fault, you know. That wall just jumped out of nowhere, you know. They got this thing on an angle, it's not straight. In my day we built the building straight. <laughs> oh fuck, that was a beautiful thing. Oh yeah. Another thing I did uh in my fucking my my sick week was I watched uh I've watched all the fucking House of Cards. I don't know, man. The show just got progressively worse as it went on, and it just got so, like, ah, uh, same old shit. Ah, uh, over and over again. It's just like, ah, uh, fucking corruption, and I don't know. Gotta win this election, and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Fucking, ah, uh, then they even tried to keep it going without fucking Kevin Spacey. It's like, oh, God, I couldn't even do it. Because, like, they were setting up, like, this huge battle by the end of it, like, between the guy and his missus, and they were gonna battle it out, and then, like, you get to the next season, it's just like, he's dead, like, what? He's dead? Like, no, he's a fucking horrible rapist. But, uh, you know, what the fuck, he's definitely very much still alive. Um, <laughs> I don't know, it almost seems like Game of Thrones, where it's just like, they're building it, building shit up, building shit up, developing all this stuff and then they just throw it right out like in their case obviously they didn't have a choice they had to get rid of the guy because you know again fucking he's a horrible rapist but it's like they fucking knew that the whole time jesus christ not like you know what i mean but you know when people are like oh yeah I, like they're so happy to have information like just like oh i knew it man i fucking knew it it was like fucking uh joe rogan and some of his buddies were like bragging about knowing that like Harvey Weinstein was like a horrible rapist or whatever and it's just like you guys just admitted to being accessories after the fact if you guys knew that this guy was a horrible rapist and you didn't do anything about it then you know what I mean you were just enabling you're part of the goddamn problem like you don't get to brag about that as much as you'd want to be like yeah I fucking knew it you're in yeah if you knew that was going on you didn't do anything about it you're a piece of shit 
I wouldn't brag about that. People do that all the time. They'll tell you this story about like seeing some, witnessing some horrible shit, and it's like, yeah, but did you do anything about it? It's like, well, then don't tell that fucking story, because that just makes you a fucking piece of shit. It's like, you know, so many, it takes so many people for people to get away with this fucking shit because, like, so many people look the other way and, you know, ah, fuck, what are you going to do? But anyway, now my new, uh, well, not my new show, I'm rewatching fucking Better Call Saul, hoping that the fucking, I think season six is what I'm waiting for, will come on fucking Netflix. I think it's the last season. There's one or two left, but anyway, Netflix is behind, so I'm waiting for that shit to go. Because if I get any fucking spoilers, I swear to God, I'm just going to fucking lose it. Because I got fucking, uh, that's happened to me before. I try not ever to get into fucking new shows or whatever, because, you know, that, that'll happen. Or, or I just try to stay completely disconnected from the fucking outside world. That's the best way to uh, be anyway. Don't get any uh, modern news or whatever. Because most of it's just poison for your mind, man. Like, news and shit and, like, whatever the latest gossip is online. Even if it is something, like, real or whatever. It's like, if other people's tragedy is your entertainment, it's like, that's fucked up. But, I like uh, fictional tragedy, you know? So, I don't know. It's just like, we all need our diversions, right? We all need a, a break from reality. That's why you come here. You get a nice break from reality. Just listen to me ramble on about a bunch of bullshit, you know, and then you don't have to worry about whatever the fuck's going on in your life. And this, and, and the same, even more so for me. I find it's just like, if I just talk shit, then uh, nothing really bothers me. When I fucking go silent, and all the fucking shit in my head, it just keeps going and going and going. It's, uh, it's a fucking mess in there. Jesus Christ. So anyway, I know, I know I can't say this enough, but thank you guys for listening. Whoever the fuck's still left out there, thank you listening. Have you guys ever seen someone fucking turn? There's a turning lane and they just turn from the fucking lane they're in, like just completely defeating the purpose of it. Oh, there's a cute little pepperoni. Oh, he's such a good boy. He's just waiting patiently in the driveway. Oh, there's this fucking dog because the dog has the, the invisible fence, which means like it has, it wears the collar and they can roam free outside till you get to that fucking invisible fence and then it zaps you. It zaps the dog. So the dogs learn to be afraid of the road and are afraid of the uh, the perimeter. So whenever the kids are playing, the dog will run up and grab the kids by like the back of their uh, like the back of their trousers and fucking pull them back. <laughs> it's actually quite comical because uh, it's just like the dog doesn't like just knows to be afraid of the road. I don't know. See, when I was a kid, I the, one of the first things I learned was be afraid of the road because when I was a kid, it, uh, drinking and driving wasn't just fucking. Uh, tolerated it was socially mandatory so you know and if you lived on a country road people were bombing down those fuck roads you got the fuck off the road you got off the road fast as soon as you heard or saw a car like miles away you got the fuck off the road i see people all the time they just don't get this they're just like constantly in the fucking road like we were, we were going to a job the other day and there's like these kids lying down on the road it's like what the fuck are you doing like how are you alive i don't know and then I, then I got to recap my brain because I always do this. I always get mad at kids for doing some stupid shit. And then I'm like, I got to make sure I got to run through my entire life's memories and be like, is this some stupid shit you did when you're like, I, when I was fucking like 13, 14, I had like a fucking pink 
fucking mohawk and a fucking brown leather trench coat. And I look like an absolute freak. Now I see a kid with fucked up hair, fucked up clothes. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this kid? And then I gotta be like, I gotta be like, no, dude, don't be a dick. Like, you used to look worse than that. Shut the fuck up. So, when I saw the kids lying in the road, I had to, I had to go through my entire life's memories and be like, is that some stupid shit I did? No! No, I didn't. I never fucking lied down on the goddamn road. Maybe when I was like completely plastered. No, even then I wouldn't fucking lie down on the goddamn road. There's all kinds of better places to lie down. Um, I don't know. Road danger. That's it. Like, fuck. That's one of the first things you fucking learn. But what are you going to do? So, yeah, when I am not guilty of uh, committing the same fucking idiotic fucking thing, then I get to be really fucking judgmental. That is the goal. That is everyone's goal, you know? You find out something you don't do that other people do that's stupid or fucking dangerous or whatever, and then you judge them. Judge the shit out of them. That's what, that's that's how we roll. That's how we roll, man. And that's how you gain uh, um, imagined mental superiority or, or whatever. It's got to the point where 90% of our conversation, or if you can call it that, or whatever we're saying online or in person, is just, everyone else is stupid but me. Alright, so on that note, everyone else is stupid but me. Unless you agree with me, then you're smart. But if you don't, you're an idiot. <laughs> Whatever my political group says is right. And the other opposite side is stupid. So there. Oh, sometimes when I'm fucking... Uh, another thing I was doing, sometimes when I get really fucking sick, I can't handle like watching anything stressful at all. And uh, so I was trying to watch like an old old Disney movies, just like you know what I mean, just for comfort. They're fucking weird. <laughs> it's weird to try to rewatch those things as an adult. But uh, fucking, I tried to watch Fantasia because I remember that being pretty good. It's like a fucking crazy acid trip. The shit's from like the 1940s, but it's like it's fucking weird. It's so fucking bizarre. Anyway, if you guys are ever. Uh, ever bored just fucking smoked oh and I, I love fucking uh i love classical music so i mean it's uh it's got it's full of it's just classic music and like crazy animation just like i don't know the guy's like oh this is you know pretty much what you would see if you were listening to this music and it's like <laughs> again this is like dream interpretation it's so ridiculously subjective and specific it's like no this is what one fucking very fucking specific person saw like in their mind and then animated I think it's an absolutely ludicrous fucking presumptuous presumption to say this is pretty much what you'd see and anyway every single person in the world would see when this music is playing it's I don't know but anyway yeah smoke some fucking reefer eat some edibles and watch that shit it's a it's a wild ride anyway but yeah when I when I got sick it was hot as fuck it was like a heat wave and then when I came out of being sick it's like fucking cold weather it's like what the hell? It feels like I've been sick for like six months. But anyway, I have a hard time letting go of summer in the hot weather. But now I'm now I've accepted that fall is here. It's uh, it's, it's kind of nice, you know. It's a little chilly. It's not so fucking hot. It's uh, there's some the leaves are changing. It's nice and pretty. Start watching Halloween movies and you know drinking fucking pumpkin lice and pumpkin spice lattes. I was talking about this the other day about how people are like, yeah, I don't fucking drink fancy coffee, so I don't go to Starbucks. And it's just like, that's just another form of fucking snobbery. That's just another form of fucking whatever. Like, 
the pretentious dickhead who has like a super fancy fucking coffee order to like compensate for his he has this very interesting coffee order to to um, compensate for his lack of fucking interesting personality that's one form of douchery but to be all like super judgmental about people drinking fucking coffees and to be all like i don't know what that shit is and it's too fancy for me and i just like plain coffees like that's just another form of snobbery i said this because i used to really like um duck dynasty and these guys they're fucking cunts because it's just like they're like oh yeah we're the best we're better than everyone anyone who doesn't live exactly how they live you know, if you don't live in the backwoods fucking swamp and fucking eat fucking squirrels and shit, then you're a fucking loser and you're a fucking piece of shit and these guys think less of you. And it's like, you guys are just a different form of fucking snobs just because you guys are like backwoods fucking hillbillies. You know, it doesn't mean you can't be snobs because you think you're fucking better than other people because they live in a city or a fucking suburb or whatever. I don't know. I think I already said this shit, but you know, this shit always goes through my head. It's, uh... I don't know, I just think it's like, uh, I don't think it's cool in any shape or form to judge people just for how they live or who they are, where they live and all that shit. Um, even if you are some fucking backwoods hillbilly, I don't think that's cool. But, uh, anyway, I'm going to sign off for now. I got to get into this hardware store. I love you all. It's great to be back. I hope you guys are all, uh, doing well. All right, take it easy. Thank you.